Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, boy. Patty Roosevelt might be in the building today. Because I was thinking, don't you just hate when someone latches on to an idea and no matter how much evidence there is to the contrary, they just refuse to update their opinion. And then when the end result is precisely the opposite of what they were going out of their way to discourage others about, they either get like really quiet or slither their way over to the side of right and pretend that they weren't with the clownery in the first place and just hope nobody notices. Sad. Anyway, welcome back to another five piece, another five of them. Thanks for that head top. There's so much to discuss in the charges sphere, but there's one topic on everyone's mind. A couple names being floated out there for the new vacant head coaching position. Uh, GM also, but the head guy is what? Everyone's really, really talking about all the rage on uh, the bird app and everywhere else. National media is definitely in their bag about it. So that's what we're going to chop it up about today. And I have a personal favorite. Many of you are on the same page with me. And I love that for us. And I love him for this team. So without further ado, let's get into it. Nah, we won't be wasting any time today. No need to belabor the point. Let's jump straight into number one. I'm going to call it a bag talk. The Chargers have created this uh, image of themselves. It's not really warranted in the way some people have portrayed them. 
as being a cheap franchise. Now, there have been some instances in the past where there were some players that should have ended up being legacy guys that they allowed to walk. But specifically in recent years, they've been paying players. I mean, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Justin Herbert, you know, so on and so forth. And they actually went big game hunting in free agency a couple of years ago. Now, the J.C. Jackson situation did not pan out, but there's also a departure from the norm for them. That is not the level of player that they would have gone after in the past. Definitely not a guy that has somewhat of a checkered personal history, but they did. And unfortunately, that resulted in a colossal abject failure. But got to give them kudos for trying. There was blame to go around. Chargers probably didn't do a good enough job vetting JC. And honestly, dude seems like he collected a check and just shut it down. Got his payday and for lack of a better term, quit. I mean, check out what's going on with him in New England right now. Sketchy situation. He's on IR, but it's not really injury related. Yeah. Where the Chargers have been uh, thrifty, though is in the head coaching department. You've got names like Mike McCoy, whose claim to fame was coaching Peyton Manning. Good old Anthony Lynn, one of the worst game managing head coaches of all time. And uh, then finally, lastly here, Brandon Staley, who benefited and was able to parlay leading one of the best defenses in the NFL that boasted literally one of the best defensive linemen of all time in Aaron Donald and uh, still in his prime Jalen Ramsey at corner and some solid pieces around it took that and turned that into an opportunity to become a head coach and the Chargers thought they had found their own Sean McVay unfortunately things didn't pan out the way they envisioned and now here we are which leads me to my next point. The Chargers should absolutely have their sights set on an established, successful, culture shifting head coach. No more first year guys. And I get it. I've heard it all week long how I shouldn't just dismiss Ben Johnson. And I don't. I like Ben. Really like the job he's done with the Lions and with Jared Goff. And I'm sure that at some point he's going to be a very good head coach. But I'm not taking a chance on another first year guy. Just not doing it. This is a team that this offseason is going to go through a bit of a cosmetic makeover. But the bones will still be there. So why not target someone who's proven that they can take a franchise that even if it's destitute. Can turn it around in a matter of a couple years. In this scenario, it probably doesn't even take that long. Do you really want to leave that up to a first year guy whose name doesn't hold a ton of weight? And when he walks in, has to establish a culture of his own, make a name for himself, get guys to respect him. You want to go through that because some cats never get their footing in that way. And before you know it, you're in year three and uh, you're letting them go again. It's not something I'm interested in. The Chargers need to do everything they can to go after someone who fits that mold. And that's right. I'm talking about a one Jim Harbaugh. Pay that man. The NCAA definitely wants him out. 
as you can see, more sanctions and things have popped up here just in the last couple of days. They are making a point to stick it to Jim however they can. And I'm sure he's probably tired all of it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, you've probably heard the stories like the one Mike Greenberg told where he was at, a, of all places, funeral. And had a conversation with Jim Harbaugh where he expressed his love for Justin Herbert. Called him out of all the big name quarterbacks in the league right now, probably the best. I don't think that was a mistake. I don't think that conversation was had by chance. Felt like maybe some seeds were being planted. So here it is. Chargers grand opportunity to make it happen. You've got the money that's being spent on this fantastic practice facility in El Segundo why not top it off with the name one of the biggest names that you could have to lead this team into the next few years and make the most out of your situation with Justin Herbert get him the type of stability necessary for him to succeed with a guy who understands what it means to not only coach the position but he played it and also what you need to surround a quarterback with in order for him to be successful. Jim's going to fix the trenches on both sides of the ball. The running game is going to become a priority. The offense is going to be much more efficient. All the jokes and whatnot about what the Chargers can't afford are cute, but um, I'll tell you what they truly can't afford to blow this coaching hire. Period. It's been interesting hearing from the span eye for the last several days, right? I mean, and while I'm thinking of it, number two, uh, going to call this one lip service because hopefully that's not what we've been receiving. Shortly after uh, the firings of Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley, we all saw that statement that Dean Spanos put out. And lo and behold, Johnny Boy stood in front of a podium and uh, gave a presser was about an hour or so long cool right you know i mean i guess it's out of necessity though you don't have your gm or head coach to hide behind any longer so you gotta take the bullets yourself but there were some statements that came out that really caught my attention particularly from dean and i want to quote him here he says that our fans have stood strong through so many ups and downs in close games they deserve more Frankly, they've earned more. The reason why that catches my attention is because it shows me 
that Dean is definitely playing the game here. I mean, he knows that he had better acknowledge the fans and how fed up they are. Uh, kind of even have to play up to their desires a bit. You're still looking to gain traction in your new home, and what you can't afford to do is lose any more fans. I mean, there were some that walked away from the team when they transitioned over from San Diego to L.A., and now you're talking about a new generation of Charger fans who want to have something to be excited about. you got the rebrand with the new cool jerseys and all that's dope, right? But nothing turns fans off more than a loser, especially being in L.A. So many other things you can do with your time on a Sunday. Why spend your hard-earned money going to watch a team lay an egg every single week? So Dean speaking directly to the fans means a lot. Potentially. Now what you have to do is go back up those words. Sending John out there to talk about how money really won't be an object when looking to hire a head coach. Sounds good. But not only do they need you to pay, do we need you to pay a head coach? We need you to pay the right head coach. And I'm not saying that you have to listen to the fans with everything because that'll run a franchise into a ground. Wouldn't hurt that uh, if the guy that they want ends up being the hire and also ends up being the right guy, then you hit on all fronts. Ultimately, at the end of the day, what we want to see are results. Don't be out here selling us dreams, man. Pretty sure he knows he's on thin ice. So for what's in your best interest, Hopefully you do what a lot of the kids are saying now. And actually, I hope this phrase gets left in 2023 because I don't really think they know what they mean when they're saying this. But stand on business, man. Get the job done. Oh, the time. Did you look at that? It appears to be a half past petty. going to call number three, the macro. Yo, this isn't a lot about anything at all. I just want to get this off of my chest because it's super annoying it's so stupid when people listen to a person talk and they take bits and pieces of what they say maybe one or two lines plant their flag on that and then create a narrative based off just those few things completely ignoring everything else surrounding it when john spano said I think right now what behooves us is to cast a wide net and keep an open mind. What were folks expecting them to say? I mean, people are taking that one statement and running with it as like some indication that they shouldn't pay attention to all the smoke surrounding a particular name. But again, what else do you expect? Should John have come out and said, hey, you know, we have complete tunnel vision, man. Uh, there's one individual that we've got our eyes squarely on. You all know who it is. And uh, we'll see how it turns out. Because I'm sure the optics of that would be just great. And I mean, outside of that, if you don't land that person, then you look like a complete idiot. And then there's the Rooney rule and then et cetera, et cetera. All that other great stuff. Just stop the nonsense, shall we? Someday when the team's up against it, the brakes are 
Which leads me into number four. Do it for the giffer. <clears throat> Unfortunately, yes, we do have to chat just a tad bit about the Chargers matchup Saturday against the Buffalo Bills and what we're all probably most interested in. How the team performs under interim head coach Giff Smith, who, from all reports, is well-loved by not just players, but the rest of the coaching staff and upper management. I mean, Giff's been uh, on the Chargers staff for, what, seven, eight years? And we're talking about him as a positional coach with the defensive line, most recently as outside linebackers coach, and now, of course, interim head coach. He'll still be working with the outside linebackers, apparently, though. And I understand. How much can you really take away from working with guys like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, who, you know, are cats who came out in the first round of the draft, were already high performers, and have produced at a significant level just kind of off of the backs of their talent alone. How much coaching did you have to do? But look at Tui Tua Pelotu this season. I mean, second round draft pick. I'm not sure what everyone's expectations were. We personally thought he'd be more of a rotational cat. May have an impact early on, again, in a rotation, but no one saw what at least the first half of the season brought from Tuli. Looks like he's hit mm, maybe a smidge of a rookie wall here recently, but he's still very active and disruptive. That comes from great coaching. I mean, he's taken what Tuli does best and has figured out a way to incorporate him into that rotation well earlier when Joey was around, <clears throat> but played him off of Khalil Mack and Joey, and we saw great results from it. So that cannot be taken away, and you have to give credit to Gift for that. But let's see how the rest of the team rallies around him. Because at this point, we don't know what Gift's future holds. I mean, when you're going to have a new coach come in, he's probably going to bring in his own guys. What does that mean for Mr. Smith? Is he going to end up being a holdover? I mean, I have no problems with it. When I was making my list for coaches that I would be cool with the Chargers keeping, in the next uh, regime, GIF was near the top of that. Really, he might have been one of maybe two, if not the only one. I got to go back and revisit that. But to be perfectly honest, I'd be all good with GIF sticking around for the next regime, especially if the team performs well over the course of these next three games, because it is an invaluable quality to have um, for a team to rally behind you and be willing to run through a wall for you. I know it's a cliche thing, but not every coach has that. And Giff seems to be the type of leader that guys trust and believe in. <clears throat> so we just have to see what the results are going to be. Of course, like we ain't all really excited about the prospects of potentially winning any of these games. I know that we all cheer for the Chargers and we want them to win in general, but really behooves them to kind of sort of like compete, but not necessarily come away with the dub. If you know what I'm saying, no one will be upset. But again, if this team fights and they keep these games close for the next three of them, It'll say a lot about Giffen. I'm sure it'll go a long way, whether it's with the Chargers or elsewhere. So see how it turns out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are going to close this bad boy out with number five, the five ski. Uh, Going to call this one three the hard way. In the final trifecta of games here coming up, I think we're all going to have a close eye on a few things, but I'll speak for myself personally. On the offensive side of the ball, now that Kellen Moore is no longer under uh, Brandon Staley's influence, what changes do we see to the pacing of the offense, um, the aggressiveness? Are they going to kill the conservative first down play calling? Um, what's that running back rotation going to look like? Is Isaiah Spiller going to get uh, additional opportunities to show what he can do here down the stretch? Uh are they going to take the training wheels off of QJ properly, though, finding opportunities much the way that they did here recently in the short and quick game with him to get his hands on the ball and allow the kid to do what he does after the catch. And if you want to test him down the field a bit here and there, at least set it up first, make teams respect it so that maybe they'll squat on the underneath stuff and it'll help him get separation down the field. Will he show consistency with his hands? He has a little bit of a runway here to show exactly what he can do going into the next season. Hopefully, he can build some positive momentum and have it carry over. And as far as Easton Stick is concerned, can he just not look like a deer in headlights? Show some pocket presence. You're the guy now. Um, you know, will it bode well for you into the future in a you know backup role elsewhere? You know, it could. Just have to go out there and show that you can lead an offense and not be a complete liability. I would expect that Kellen allows him to use his legs a little bit more, which would be a great idea. Easton stick in the pocket all game long. No bueno. As for the defensive side of the ball, D.A. Derek Ainsley. Here's your chance, man. You've been sitting in the shadows behind Brandon Staley, who's essentially relegated you to, I guess, I don't really know how coordinators jobs work when they don't actually call plays. I mean, he might have been in Brandon's ear with suggestions. Still really not certain how that situation worked. But now you're the guy. Same thing as what I was talking about on offense. How aggressive are you going to be? We're going to see like the blitz rate increase, which I would love to see when you're going to use guys like Kenneth Murray and hopefully Deion Henley in that role. Someone getting downhill, attacking the quarterback. I need to see Deion Henley on the field. Exceptional athlete, much better change of direction when in comparison to Kenneth Murray and I mean I know that bar is kind of low but just in general Dayon can really scoop man and he can move around the field quite well the agility is really high level so it would be great to be able to see him showcase that getting after the QB and in coverage we know that he can do that we know he can drop and cover tight ends and even a couple slot guys so hopefully we can see him get in the game early and not just in garbage time uh but really and truly, outside of just also how they cover on the outside, if we're talking about a soft off-man coverage, if they're going to play a more physical brand in the, on the boundaries, um, getting in guys' faces, which doesn't necessarily play to the strength of, say, like an ASJ, but definitely Michael Davis. 
But putting that to the side, is Derwin James's role going to be simplified? Imagine this. For the next three piece of games, number three roams strictly in the box. No deep thirds, no deep halves. If you want him to defend a tight end, cool, even though that hasn't gone all that well this season. But primarily anywhere in, say, the 5 to 10-yard range off of the line of scrimmage. If you want to have him drop in the coverage back there in a bit of a robber-ish type of role every once in a while, cool. Because Derwin does have great instincts. You can get a jump on a couple of balls underneath. I'm fine with that. But what I really want to see is him attacking. On both edges, in between the tackles is fine if you want to do that. And just allow him to be a game wrecker. Whether it's blitzing the quarterback, uh, being aggressive against the run, and overall being a disruptor. Because that's still something the Chargers lack. I mean, if you want to have to manufacture that in the interior, you're probably going to have to do some twists and stunts and stuff like that. But you can also utilize linebackers and Derwin, again, in between the tackles because they don't have a true penetrator in the middle of the defense to make that happen consistently. But whatever you want to do with him in the box, I'm perfectly fine with. And if you take a little bit of what you had on his plate off, you might see shades of vintage Derwin, what we were getting earlier in his career. And that's something that makes the defense better overall. Because if you have to account for number three on every single snap and question whether or not he's coming after your quarterback, whether he's going to wreck your backfield, whether he's going to drop in the coverage all in that underneath area of the field or two of the outsides around your tackles, that takes a whole lot of concentration from your offense, whether it be linemen, your QB, your offensive coordinators are going to have to get really creative Probably going to have to adjust some protections to possibly account for if he's coming. And again, if he doesn't, then you've got an extra guy back there blocking for essentially no reason. (laughs) And maybe it throws things off in the middle of the field, wherever he's covering. If you do choose to drop him, there's multiple things that you can do there. I just feel like Ainsley has an opportunity to show everyone what should have been happening. So again, He's probably going to have employment elsewhere, and this is his opportunity to help pad his resume. I also have a rooting interest in this because D.A. uh, was a college teammate of one of my best friends over at the University of Troy. So really want to see him do well. And wherever his next uh, chapter takes him, I'm sure that he will have success. But this is where it starts. So D.A., go do your thing. That is going to be it, people. I appreciate you. Thank you for riding with me, even through the pettiness. But y'all know me by now, and that's what I do. (laughs) But we'll catch you uh, probably for after hours games on Saturday. Uh, We'll figure out a time and uh, construct whether or not that's going to go down or not. But you'll find about that here in the next couple of days. Well, by tomorrow, because you're hearing this, seeing this today. So we'll get that out to you and update it before game time. So y'all enjoy your weekends, man, and uh, I guess hunker down and get ready to watch hopefully a competitive outing. Not really expecting a ton, but the guys compete, show up, show that they want to be out there and they're playing for these coaches. It'll say a whole lot. It's actually quite telling about the previous coaching staff. And eh. anyway, we'll all have eyes wide open for it. So should be. I don't want to say enjoyable, but 
somewhat entertaining. So let's get through these last three games, hold hands, do whatever we got to do, and march into the offseason where the real fun starts. But until later on, folks, again, much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Take it easy. I am gone.